1: Captain speaking, along with El Jefe and The Walker. Welcome to episode 277 of Max Wrestling, the action-adventure show. On all podcast platforms, and Andre Corbiel's Wrestling with Wrestling, it is July 2nd, I nearly said June. We've entered the seventh month of 2020, God help us. And we are set not only to kick off the 2020 King of the Mic today with Travis The Walker literally going face-to-face with Cypher, but also the Demon S will be defending the promo championship against Rob Chef. Now with all that to come, I have to wonder if WWE were trying to make everybody laugh after how dark last week was with Extreme Rules, the horror show. I mean, this this has to be a joke, right? No, it's absolutely real. That is the name of the pay per view, and I don't, I didn't think we could get any more but fucking ridiculous than Great Balls of Fire. But here we are.
2: I was just gonna go with. Have we heard a crazier one yet, but nope, this one takes a kick. I mean, it sounds normal, but what in the fuck? We're not even in, like, October. Like, you can't even play the Halloween spin. No, it's July, and we're
1: having a horror show pay-per-view. Well, there's a a
3: lot of places around, like, theaters, uh, like, musical theaters and, like, plays, that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of places around here (laughs) they actually do a summer version of Rocky Horror Picture Show so
1: I think musicals are universal though
2: yeah (laughs) I can Uh, imagine Vince now dressing in drag well
3: I I was thinking Braun Strowman
2: (laughs) I have a funny (laughs) feeling like he would do that no problem let's bring back the
1: (laughs) <laughs> it, it's also just so unnecessary. Why does Extreme Rules even need a tagline that doesn't even make sense? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why it, it needs a tagline. It would make more sense if it was something like, I don't know, Hardcore Night, or well, originally it was One Night Stand, Extreme Rules.
2: Yeah, well, There you go. That would have worked a hell of a lot better than a horror show.
1: <laughs> like The only reason I can think of them calling it the horror show is Bray Wyatt. And it's not even The Fiend, it's The Eater of Worlds Bray Wyatt.
2: Does that mean we're getting red? Like that fucking red light during the whole match? Oh, please, no, not again. It's, the only... it's all I can think of. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Okay, Uh, well, before we kick off King of the Mic 2020, uh, let's see who this year's Monarch will be facing at Promo Slam 2020. For the first time ever on a regular episode, the following bout is for the Promo Championship.
2: The
4: tale of the tape for this one. The stats line up
2: completely in favor of the challenger, but we know that good stats don't always get you the W. Let's take it down to Moses Marquez for our main event, Introductions.
4: This bout is sponsored by the Four Corners Network and Max Podcast. This is an official promo a contest, and the judges this evening are Dazzy Lee, Daniel Crimmins, and Michael Larkin. And now... Just one round of the Max Wrestling Promo Championship of the World. Introducing first, the challenger, fighting out of the blue corner. His promo artist has a professional record of one win with just one loss. Standing 5 feet 10 inches tall, weighing in at 195 pounds. Fighting out of the toughest part of Queens, New York, here is the leader of the church club, Rob Shea.
0: home of hard blocks, the rotten apple, I could go on for days, but you know what it's like to really look at a soulless life when you look in their eyes and all you see is death because there's nothing in it? That pause is real. There's no gimmicks there. So you can say what you want to say. But at the end of the day, the only person that has real soldiers of hell that can make that phone call is me. So I love living in this world you live in. I love playing in it. Because I really run this shit. And I'm gonna end this with the late great. When I die, fuck it. I wanna go to hell. Because I'm a piece of shit. It ain't hard to fucking tell. It don't make sense going to heaven, heaven with all the goody goodies. Dressed in white. I like black tents and black hoodies. And that's how I end
5: this. <laughs>
4: So had the professional promo record of eight wins with just one loss. She stands five feet two inches tall and weighed in at eight captured souls. Fighting out of the darkest corner of London in the here is the reigning, defending, undisputed axe Wrestling Promo Champion of the World. She'll take your soul, kick you and hold the hold, a demonet. Your referee for this evening is Big John McPromo.
6: Are you hiding from me? I have come to look for you personally. You see, we are in the Deathly Skateboard Park right now. (laughs) You see, I don't just roam in hell, I have places all around, as you can see. <laughs> Chef, you and I have got a history, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to come after you and chase you from realm to realm.
5: <laughs>
6: you see, I am the queen of the darkness, I rule the underworld, and you, my sweet, have a lot going on in here, like we do. (laughs) You see, we have many voices in our heads. We have the Myers. We have our brother, the collector, every now and then. But you know what? The voices in your head are going to be me and me alone. Because trust me, my sweet, I'm going to take over your mind, and I'm going to break your mind. (laughs) you see chef we're going to take you on a little adventure with the demon R we're going to take you to your final destination as we put it you see we're going to throw you into a lava lake but the lake itself looks like plain water to the eye but when you go in you don't return but you will Because I am going to talk to you and then I'm going to bring you back as one as my own. You will be the hellhound that you already know you are. (laughs) Chef, come and find me, my sweet, because I am waiting for you. Your soul is mine. Demonar! Where are we going?
4: Okay, I'm well. I pretend it's water. Make it look like it's water,
6: but
0: really.
6: What is now, it? It's now <laughs> I'm gonna be, we'll be driving it so to it. And then the shapeshifter will take it. and Consume it. <laughs> Rob said, we are family. I have offered you a treaty, but I'm telling you now, your ending <laughs> will be in there, in the lava. <laughs> I misguided. I Didn't I, did. You did, my demon Now it is your time. Show them what you're going to do. Now throw his soul into the lava, where it belongs. darkness. Embrace (laughs) the madness. Every. (laughs) Body. Dies. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, mortals. The thing that he does
2: so well is he puts a smile on everybody's face. Your show. We are gonna steal the show. I guess
1: it's time for a new order.
3: Have you seen Max Wrestling? I will show you the life. We're talking about me. We're talking about the podcast machine.
4: Your boy, Moses Marcus. Same day, new era. We
3: are the best at.
1: Max Rasslin Podcast every single Thursday. Go to maxrasslinuk.webilly.com for more information. Alright, you will find out the winner on Monday after the promo order makes its decision. So, um, we just briefly touched on Extreme Rules, the horror show. Um, Raw kicked off unusual this week. Um, We knew there was going to be a double contract signing, but it opened up in the middle of a brawl. And the whole contract signing was that dull. The only thing I could focus on was Samoa Joe's surprise ponytail. Right? <laughs> Where did that <laughs> came come of, from? Came out of nowhere.
3: It was almost like is a it stick like, on uh, one. Yeah, is it like one of them clip-ons? like <laughs> fucking Anakin used in Revenge of the Sith. Oh, there you go.
1: Dude. <laughs> oh. The little Padawan ponytail.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't the fact that it was dull really. It was just the fact that I didn't care. I don't care about Dolph Ziggler getting the world title shot. I don't care about Sasha Banks crossing brands. I just don't care. It's they, they're clutching at straws because there's no viable challenges on RAW. I was well, just gonna say
3: that same thing. <laughs> um, I watched this damn video uh, over the weekend and it, I'm hoping and praying none of it's fucking true, but (laughs) it, it, it was like a leaked spoiler type thing. Uh, and it said that Charlotte isn't supposed to be like going on her little vacation yet. And she's supposed to have like one more match before it actually starts. Uh, I don't know, Uh, unless it's fucking been changed, they changed their mind
1: on it. If that's true, it's got to be be against Nia, because they're running this injury angle. No, it's
3: supposed to be against um, Drew McIntyre. Oh, for the love of God.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, at least you might get Claymore kicked in the face. Yeah, she's supposed to uh
3: lose. Like just challenge for it and then after she loses then that's when she disappears. And then it's supposed to set up for oh. Bobby Lashley and uh Drew
1: again,
3: again
1: and uh Bobby Lashley win. That that's gonna be great for all the feminists watching. Like Drew McIntyre literally kicked a woman out of WWE. <laughs> I'm
5: down
3: but yes, as soon same time, your world we, champion, yeah, upset
2: oh we won't yes, yes 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 it is I want him to kick everybody in the face man <laughs> woman and child nobody exempt
3: but but yeah it's supposed to uh the other rumor was uh Bobby Lashley again and actually winning and then at like either uh SummerSlam or Survivor Series, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Finally. And then Brock Lesnar loses, and then he would be done completely, retired from WWE, that is.
2: Hmm. That'll never happen. Yeah,
1: I mean, his contract
2: runs yeah, out after every that.
1: WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he I mean, like, I, I
1: don't say it happened. Too much money. But... Uh, Speaking of Laffy, though, isn't it funny how, like, he said he wanted a divorce from Lana, and then we heard nothing else, and they just completely moved on. That's yeah, usually how they do it. Yeah, it's as if it never happened. It's as if they were never married.
2: Huh. Thank God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I did actually. See... One of the
2: things I want to forget.
1: I did actually see some people commenting on, on, obviously Rusev is not in WWE anymore, so he's posting these live uh, online videos, and Lana appeared in it, and then people are genuinely like, but uh, Lashley's sloppy seconds. No, they were were never actually together. That that was called a storyline.
2: It's like, have you guys seen Bobby (laughs) Lashley's wife?
1: (laughs) And then one guy was like, but they were in bed kissing on Raw. Yeah, that's called television.
2: I was like, yeah. And, and, and Edge and Lita had stacks on in TV as well.
1: Yeah, May Young also gave birth to a hand.
2: See somebody in the background. was like, "Yep."
1: I went into a play jump the mannequin in
2: a casket. Oh, it was a dope. There <laughs> you See that one? That one was
1: yeah. disturbing. Yeah,
2: like I'm. I'm remembering it now, and I'm like, "Oh, no." <laughs>
1: um. Didn't didn't they actually pixelate it as well when he was still wearing jeans?
2: Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Uh, Uh, he didn't take nothing out.
1: (laughs) Ruthless aggression. Oh kids, you missed out.
2: Um, did they though?
1: (laughs) Well, some things they did.
2: Uh, At the beginning, ruthless aggression was great, and then it it doled out, and then it got into like two bad years. I don't know what the hell. Yeah. Um,
1: <clears throat> I think after they used all their best ideas, they just tried everything to be edgy. Uh, and we had H- HLA, which then we had cat fights nearly every week. Every week. Then we had playboy playmates at WrestleMania. Mhm. And there was a pillow fight. <laughs> Basically, it was very sexualized and ruthless aggression era. Once again, feminists would hate that, too. Um, It's becoming a little tricky to follow rivalries on Raw. So this week, Big Show randomly starts feuding with Andrade and Gaza, while randomly feuding with Randy Orton, who's still feuding with Edge.
2: Why in the hell is the Big Show in a feud? Is is my
1: thing. Is the Netflix show not doing very well, or...? (laughs) <laughs> I, th-
2: I found it funny.
1: I heard that like pays well. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's making waterboy too. Oh lord! I, Actually, I years wouldn't old, mind sir. that. Yeah, waterboy rocked.
2: That was that. W- I would be down for a Captain Insano. Captain Insano shows me. no mercy. <laughs>
1: God, how old I are you, kid? 12 so twelve.
2: I'm thirty five years old, sir. They're just. <laughs> they should have paid the extra money and had Mean Gene there and made it like a legit WCW kind of feel. Yeah, I wonder what Mean Gene's reaction would have been.
1: Holy
3: balls! Uh, speaking of remakes, they're supposed to be remaking uh, Princess Bride too. Maybe no. Big Show's gonna Yeah, well, they're gonna do like a reboot with with. Big no, no, Show. I
2: know, but I mean, like you already said, Big Show, and I was like, no, sorry.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just I've been trying to figure out who could Like, take that slot Of
2: Andre You know I can only think of one guy, but he's not white And that's Bob Sapp You guys don't know who Bob Sapp is? Do you, uh, from the longest yard Do you know that the big, uh, what was it? The big crazy looking dude I want to play football Yeah, I love little Michael Oh yeah, that's that's Bob Sapp. He's also a, I want to say he used to fight in Pride Pride uh, Pride FC. Big gigantic mofo. Yeah. But he's hilarious. That's why I'm saying like he would that he would work out in that in that spot, but I don't know. It's an Andre it's an Andre role. It's like I can't imagine anybody else. I mean, even if it wasn't Andre, like that movie to me, like you can't replace nobody in that movie. Yeah. It's oh
3: man, I, I don't know what I think about it. It's supposed to be like fucking what uh Joe not Joe. One of the fucking Jonas brothers. Uh <laughs> Whichever oh, one's the whichever one's uh married to whichever Sansa. one's not a douchebag. Oh wait no. Oh, alarm.
1: to Sophie Turner. Uh that's just Joe, isn't it? Uh, maybe.
2: I don't know. My wife no, is kinda white be... for me to ask that question.
3: <laughs> uh but it's supposed to be him and uh sophie as well they're supposed to
1: be leading it yeah well well she's like so, heavily pregnant right now
3: i'd be i mean like when whenever they start the filming or whatever i think i'd be all right with her mm-hmm. but <clears throat> trying to figure out the rest of the roles i'm like how,
1: how? I, I kinda feel bad for her because she came into the X Men franchise just as it was about to die. Yeah. Ugh. I haven't even seen the last one yet.
2: Yeah, I, I have do Oh you remember I what the last yeah. one is? Uh shit, what was it? Oh
3: Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. So, yeah, Dark Phoenix.
2: Oh that's right. I am like three behind <laughs> and then Shit, I'm terrible.
1: Uh, now again we've Ohmed doesn't much. Um, again with gimmicks. So, Akira Tozawa. <laughs> Not only has ninjas. a stereotype ninja gimmick, but he's already been relegated to the 24-7 title. Yeah. That's
2: the well, whole
3: I still don't know how I feel about ninjas. <laughs> <laughs>
4: My whole it's... thing is,
2: is like, you act like this guy has been around just talking in Japanese. He speaks English. Fuck, think. Yeah, and he... like, do we not remember when he tried to save Phantasma from getting attacked? And he's like, "Oh man, did you had we had such a good match, bro." And I'm like, oh, "Look at this guy over here just talking English." <laughs> and now he's like, "Got ninjas." And... What in the fuck? You couldn't have had. You couldn't have brought up like some random NXT loser uh, with with the the day guy. You could have had him do it. Yeah, we could. at least he's actually Chinese, and you could have fucked it. You know, made him. Speak Chinese. We
1: we we can't even say that Cesaro has been unsuccessful because he's a former cruiserweight champion. He got over pretty quickly with Titus O'Neil.
2: Yeah, way to drop the fucking ball on that one. You know what I mean? Like the guy, the guy had a title run for crying out loud. Like he 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 was cruiserweight champ. He made that division like relevant for a while at least. I thought so. Every time I went to a house show, he was over as a mofo. Yeah.
1: And he even had the crowd chanting one sound, ah. Exa- I love that, by the way. <laughs>
2: That's just the greatest. <laughs> I feel like I'm completely in it, but I'm also somewhat lazy about it. it. It takes skill to get what and
1: yes over, but to just get ah over.
2: Oh, yeah. Wow. And when you can get, at the time, like 9,000, 10,000 people chanting it, <laughs> you know, win winner, winner. Yeah.
1: And now he's a fake ninja. And a bad word of that. The the whole thing's like a crappy B movie. <laughs> Maybe that's gonna be He's
2: a, a ninja in like samurai gear, and like he's yeah. like a samurai cloth.
1: It's like a, not even
2: like a real ninja.
1: It's like a villain from the Three Ninjas. Yes, I, I was it. just I thinking of three that movie. What's the name of the movie?
2: If you don't like Three Ninjas, I don't know if we could be friends.
1: Yeah, it was Rocky, Colt, and Tom Tom.
2: Oh God. <laughs> I have to name one of my kids Colt now. <laughs> or Tom <Tom-tom>. Tom. I'm gonna <laughs> laugh if my next kid's a girl. Oh gosh, shit!
1: Ah uh, girls can be <laughs> big eaters as well. There you go. Well Yeah. I I
2: will leave it at that.
1: <laughs> um all right, impromptu tag match followed with Seth and Murphy versus Black and Callio.
2: Where where was what his face? Was it Austin Theory? We're
1: having Austin Theory. Oh, he he got in trouble when when the whole shit oh, went down. Oh, a couple of right. ago. Yeah. So I think it's. Oh, just...
2: I, oh, I don't.
1: For now. I didn't see his... I didn't see it. I just heard his He's name. He's a.
2: He's a gross guy.
1: Yeah, I don't exactly know what he was accused of or whatever. I just know he was on the I... list.
2: I. I will just say this very quickly. Um, he was knowingly. Talking with a knowingly underage ah, tra- uh, person. There we go again. Ah, <laughs> There you go. That was over like a bullet <laughs> Okay, so
1: yeah, we're probably just back to Rollins and Murphy now and then.
2: That's true. That sucks. Too, too bad for the kid. Mm, wow. Well, when
1: you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, behave yourself. No. I um, you get that.
2: Like a fucking grown man. <laughs> they look they look away. That's fantastic, but dude, you're a grown man. I don't know. I've always been into, into older ladies, so I I don't I don't get I don't get the, the the gimmick. The Cougars. I was yeah, bro. I was like that dude in high school. Like, bro, your mom's hot, dude. Stop <laughs> looking at my mom. I'm like, no, I, can you help? You know, can you blame me? Yes, I can. Oh, I, I'm not blaming myself.
1: I think that's very easy as a wrestling fan when you come in with, like, Lita, Trish, you know, and you're like, oh, what was I, nine, ten years old? Right? <laughs> Young, life. Um, Well, we had, we had this tag team match, and Seth's obviously still feuding with Rey Mysterio slash Dominic Mysterio.
2: He said it last week. If this kid doesn't get in the goddamn ring again, like, hey. let's go. Let's, let's speed this fucking thing up. Build this kid up. Show me he can do something else.
1: He's got to, like, SummerSlam. Like, like we've been saying, full circle. Yeah, it's
2: true. Well, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I'm one of those dudes where I'm like, I'm I'm in the idea because I've been watching way too much NutriM. Mm. Let's be honest. They build the crap out of a feud to the, like you're in a tag match against them and then you're in an 8 man tag against them and then like they build the crap out of your feud. Yeah.
1: Uh, WWE don't build the crap out of anything. No. They build everything into crap. Facts. Hmm. Um we very briefly mentioned Lana um but she was pretty uh, relevant on Raw this week attempting to brainwash Ruby Riot Weird accent all of a sudden as well. It's like she's trying to,
2: what? all yeah, of a sudden, they, show okay, that I'm... she
1: used to have a Russian accent and has shreds of it left.
2: No, no, no. You no. What the fuck? Why? When that... the hell? Why did it came out of the fucking nowhere? My wife turned around and was like, "I thought she lost her accent." <laughs> yeah, like dead ass. I thought she. Lo- I was like. I thought so, too.
1: Like, trying to show you, you used to have a Russian accent. No, you've been Californian for a full year. Shut up. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it used to be <laughs> Seriously? It used to be full American accent and then Rusev.
2: Yeah, it was just a Rusev, <laughs> and then, then that's it. And now it's like, when the hell did it kind of come full circle? Like, what the fuck is going on? Are you Russian? Are you not Russian? Are you stupid? Absolutely. Can you act? No. No. <laughs> no. I thought Stephanie was bad at time or in like not at times. She's gotten better, but like mm. like the early uh, like like the 90s, like when she was a teenager-ish, like she was like 20 playing like a teenager. Yeah. Her acting back then was just the drizzling shits, as they say.
1: Mm. I'd love to know who coached... Well, maybe it was Triple H. He certainly certainly seemed to have a positive influence on her. Like, as soon as they started working together, she improved tenfold.
2: Well, that's what happens when you understand wrestling. Mm. and understand what a fucking manager or a valet is supposed to do. I'm not trying to say that like anybody that is not, you know, fucking, uh, how can I put this here, birthed through the WWF canal, if you will, and has ad- had outside experiences, most of them have flourished. I mean, there's one dude I can completely think of that is full-blown, I guess, WWE bred, minus his, what, one year on the, I wouldn't even say indies, I think he was still working with WWE in an indie, and that's The Rock. I cannot, and I cannot think of another dude that has not had like a similar path. You know what I mean? That was all WWE, and then actually was made a success. Everybody else had some sort of outside yeah. influence. Mankind, Stone Cold, Triple H. I mean, he didn't start. He didn't start in WWF. He, you know, he was WCW. There, there was
1: maybe Lesnar in his original run, but he was only there for two
2: years. Again, these are these are guys that are like he's a crazy genetic freak, athlete beyond athletes if you will, you know. And then like they said you had The Rock, the one and only dude. I'm trying to think of another crazy athlete that was birthed through the canal. I can't think of one. But well, Roman, but you know, you know what, dude, for he was rejected but let's, you got to give the dude his due. Oh yeah, absolutely. John Cena. Yeah. You know, guys that didn't actually have outside indie, like, OVW oh. is not an indie. The king of the WWE canal, Randy Orton. Hey, there <laughs> you go. If you're talking about, you know, fucking, that's another one, born through, born bed through, like, hit, yeah, like that, what is it, that first big OVW class? Yeah, not like, 2002. Where you had, like 2002 it was Shelton Benjamin, yeah, it was, like, Shelton <laughs> Benjamin, uh, Batista, John Cena... And uh, Barack Lesnar. I think they were. I want to say they were somebody else. Probably not, but anyway.
1: Well, Mark Jindrak,
2: but he, he was
1: nearly an evolution, but didn't really amount to much.
2: You know what, dude? Mark Jindrak well, is doing his thing in Mexico. He is like the like second coming out there. He's. And it's like he could have been, in, the, but he didn't look right. Like that stupid doc. That, that no, I wouldn't call it stupid, but that doc they did. Yeah. He he stuck out like a sore thumb. I was like, dude, what the fuck is this guy doing here?
1: I don't know if it's because he just looked out of place or if it's because we know he's not supposed to be there. It's supposed to be Batista.
2: I want to say it's like a little, probably like a little combination of both. But in reality, if you just like stop and you got used to the idea of the three of them minus Batista and then you plop in Jindrek, you're like, dude, no. Yeah.
1: I actually it forgot doesn't. Batista was away for a while. I forgot it was. It went back to just the three of them. And then after the documentary, I'm like, oh, yeah, Batista went for the bounty.
2: <laughs> God, I don't even remember that. Sh- oh, my God. Yeah,
1: the, 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 there was a bounty on Goldberg, and Batista claimed it because he was out with an injury oh, at the time. The and that's why right, they nearly fight. went with Gindrak.
2: Um You see what happens when you get crap booking? Yeah. It's not impactful enough for me to remember.
1: Um, now speaking of Ruby, a bad week for her. Uh, just like Liv last week, they they definitely teased in a reunion which we don't want. Just leave Liv on her own. She's, she's flourishing.
2: Um, if she... She's doing a hell of a lot better than she did with Ruby, that's for damn sure.
1: Yeah, she's got her own gimmick, she just needs some wins. Um, but Ruby... I mean, speaking of somebody getting wins, Peyton Royce got a win. In the land of 50-50. With a, a very... Nice new twirling suplex finisher. Oh yes, that this like spinning brain buster or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if it's, if it's completely random. If this guy just fought it off the top of his head, but it needs to be called a Rolls Royce.
2: Please. Yeah, I'm down. That was cool. That's a great name. A
1: great name. WWE will just go with something like the iconic Plex.
2: I am already pissed off. <laughs> And I that like that sounds as WWE as you can
1: get. Yeah, it's crazy how the fans always have better ideas. It, it
2: it's not we're not wrong, <laughs> you know. It's not like we haven't been watching the product forever. No, on multiple products at that. Thank you. Yes, I was just gonna say that. I was like, not just one. Let's mold our life around. No, we've. Oh, widen our uh, spectrum, if you will. Yeah. To the point of some nausea. It's, you know what I mean? Like there's some people watch every fucking promotion there can be. It's so much fun at the, of the like, bubble. Hell I mean there impact has some great moments if you want to get crazy. Yeah. Well we'll we'll get we'll get
1: crazy in just a minute. Um so the tag team main event was of course a mixed tag. Uh Drew and Asgar versus Dolph and Sasha. Highlight of the match was Drew just punching Ziggler in the face and knocking him off the apron. <coughs> Beautiful punch.
2: <laughs> that was great. <laughs> like Sasha's just like yelling, "I'm the legit boss," and he just climbs up there.
1: Bam. Yeah, just a jab. Um, but Dolph now gets to choose the stipulation for the match, which Drew offered in the contract signing. Can't really think what he's gonna pick. Like just an Extreme Rules match, or uh, maybe a ladder match. No idea. He's certainly not gonna pick a cage match because you don't want to be stuck in a cage with a seven-foot Scottish psychopath.
2: Factual statement.
1: The 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 only thing I can think of is Dolph maybe has some backup, so he's gonna want to leave the field open.
2: Well, I mean, it is extreme rules. Just make it extreme rules.
1: Yeah. There's bound to be some...
2: Because
1: at the moment, there's only one stipulation, and that's obviously the Wyatt Swamp Fight, uh, which is non-titled, by the way.
2: Uh, Braun and Bray. Uh, so it's like we, we've we officially come to the terms that it's going to continue onward. Yeah,
1: I think we all know it's going towards the Fiend at SummerSlam for the championship. Which is why I don't see the harm in making this one for the title, because it doesn't really matter if Braun wins.
2: I think it'd be a little overplayed, though, that he got a title shot, and then, like, a month later, get a title shot. Yeah, so I
1: guess... I don't know, maybe... Old-school Bray does need to win this one to get the Fiend the title shot.
2: But what does that do to your champion?
1: I don't know, The will Exactly, they've booked themselves know. into a corner again, like they always do. I don't know. They've they've got to sacrifice somebody to make this work.
2: Yeah, I think I, th- I think it would be better off if Braun like took a fall. I mean, it is gonna be in this weird fucking match where it is you know Bray's advantage and. And, and Trav, real quick, bro, do you live next door to Mary Poppins or something, bro? Because, like, I'm hearing birds all the time. It sounds like it's just <laughs> glorious mornings of sunshine and fucking rainbows.
3: Well, you're half right. There's no rainbow,
2: though.
3: <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, this I don't, sounds I don't like
2: think such a glorious morning. My, my
3: family, they're still asleep. And their alarms will be going off here in about maybe 10 minutes or so. So... Uh, I'd rather hear the nice chirping of beautiful birds. <laughs> no, and,
1: and, I'm just saying. I'm than a saying an annoying ass it does always sound so peaceful when Travis is on. <laughs> movie in
3: the oh, man. It's nice though. It's nice you're It's like, relaxing. You're like Snow White making y'all, y'all Thank you. Hey, <laughs> That's what I was going for. Y'all talk shit about fucking WWE, and I just watch the birds fly and the squirrels play.
1: Just just waiting for that intro for impact.
3: Yep. <laughs>
1: there's definitely no birds in the swamp. There may be alligators, though, which I'm looking forward to. I hope there's alligators.
2: There better be a fucking alligator. It's a goddamn swamp. Yeah.
1: In Florida, or there,
3: you know what? That no, that's a, that's beside of uh, that's beside of Mike's house.
1: <laughs> oh, what if Mike makes a cameo? <laughs>
3: little fucking, just, just like he did fucking... in that
1: live video. He was just sat in the car. You go over.
3: Hey, it's Mike Larkin.
2: <laughs> yeah, right,
3: right, across the street, right across the street from Mike Larkin's house is like this big ass pond, and it's got fucking gators and shit.
1: No wonder he he's did. always podcasting. He must stay at home, stay away from the gators. Yeah. He, he,
3: he told me a story Walks one time. About, um, he, he went to the kitchen or some shit and looked out his back door, and there's just a right, gator Go to the kitchen. There's the gators. Door. Yeah, I'm not
1: going outside.
2: <laughs> Walk downstairs. Shit, there's another gator. God damn it. Oh, might as well just stay in here and do some more work. Good evening wrestling fans. Welcome back to another edition of The Evolution of Pro Wrestling. Woo! I'm Lewis and this is Jay. Who made a bigger impact? Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock? Shawn Michaels? Or Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? See,
0: this is am- a crazy topic.
2: And we got an exciting topic for you tonight. Who's better in which era? CM Punk or Bret Hart? WrestleMania. Holy cow. Tonight, we're gonna be talking about the best
5: and most shocking moments in SummerSlam history.
3: Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome
0: to the Madhouse. This is the voice of Killer Cross, and right about now, we're about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse.
1: Okay, so, Impact. Um, I put a meme out, actually, on, I think it was Wednesday, so it would have been after. Which I loved. I
3: absolutely loved it, by the way.
1: Yeah, I've I've been waiting to post that for weeks, I just didn't get around to it, so... Obviously, it's the Joker scene and so you're telling me Impact's better than Raw. I do. And I'm tired of pretending it's not. Um, I think I've said before, I I look forward to to Impact more than Raw, which isn't really difficult to do. Um, But Impact has been a lot more enjoyable. So we kicked off with Chris Bay versus Suicide. Whoa. Uh, Chris Bay actually... um, shared the video earlier in the week of his new move which is basically a springboard uh, what the hell is it spinning over the top dragging onto the back into a pin what What the hell is it called what the Jesus
2: <laughs> was it like a springboard dragon suplex or something
1: no it's that sounds gnarly you know like a tilt-a-whirl and then you flip him over onto the back into a pin
2: Oh, it's, yikes. It's like
1: that, but he comes off the ropes instead of a tilt-a-whirl. What the hell is it called?
2: Okay, I got I to look this thing up,
1: man. and Ranallo will be going crazy right now. He'll be like, it's the double flip, spin around, spin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mama mia.
2: Like, you tell him, bro.
1: Anyway, um, yeah, Chris Bay. Uh, Defeat Suicide, we know he's going to be challenging Willie Mack for the X-Division Championship at Slammiversary
3: and God, I hope he wins. You know what? It's, it, it, Don't get me wrong. I, I I like Willie Mack, Yeah, but I like Chris Bay so
1: much better. It it will have been a short range for Willie Mack, but yeah, Chris Bay. Like I said, from day one, nine weeks ago when I started watching Impact again, Chris Bay impressed me straight away. Yeah. So I'm completely down for him being x vision champ. Um, Suicide looked uh, a little rough this week. Yeah, I I kinda think the novelty's wearing off with suicide.
3: Yeah. Like hey, for me there it's like novelty? Why, why why have suicide and TJP in the same fucking roster? It bothers the shit out of me. <laughs> but that just brings TV, me bro. but that just makes me think about uh the other rumor here that's been going around with WWE uh, they're gonna uh, kind of do the same thing with a with a certain gimmick, they're gonna have a new Kane.
1: A new Kane,
2: oh, yeah, I saw that. They can have a new Kane, they can have a new Kane, but they can't do my goddamn thing where I have a mass phantasma and an unmasked phantasma. <laughs>
1: you yeah, sons of
3: bitches. uh, apparently, uh, uh, Glenn Jacobs is gonna come back as Kane with the red jumpsuit and the mask and whatnot and then start a very, very short, like, probably like
2: one or two match feud. This is what happens when you're just so fucking desperate for talent. And You know, CM Punk's on your goddamn payroll.
3: Get out there, motherfucker. (laughs) This cane is supposed to be, like, blue. Yeah. And, And then they're supposed to then they're supposed to after their feud they're gonna tag team, and have a very short, like tag team title reign, and then, uh, Glenn will just fade away into the darkness and be done, and then. But the kicker is who they said the new Kane they're looking at to, to it to be. That's the kicker. And did you hear who that? Did you know who that's supposed to be?
2: No. Yes. No.
1: Big cast. Oh my god.
2: That <laughs> happens like. Oh my god. That happens I did a, like I'm gonna shit all over WWE. I did.
3: I did that uh, little, um, little show with Daniel Kremens Tuesday night on in rwt
2: and we we talked a little bit about that that move's not very impressive i just saw chris bay's whatever the fuck you're talking about <laughs> all it is is a goddamn springboard leg drop with a flip like while holding the dude's hand like a lucha spot
1: i'm still i'm still trying to think of what it, it's like a crucifix type pin
2: but anyway yeah uh, yeah, <laughs> it was like a leg drop. Yeah, and had him had him cradled up. Uh, but yeah, but he's like hopping around everywhere and like way to just like n- fucking just give away like a match. Like he's like all beaten up in the corner, and then he knows homeboy hit the ropes, and he's like, let me just pop on up. Here we go. <laughs> and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, man? Like, sell your injury a little bit. He's like, nope, fuck this. Here we go pops on up to his feet, does his goddamn move, and I'm out of here. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's like
1: everybody used to do this back in the Attitude Era, where you'd kick the guy so he bends over, and then they'd stay there and wait for them to bounce off the ropes so then you could kick them again. Exactly. It's like they were going for a backdrop, but you've had plenty of time to run off the ropes, and they're still waiting there for the backdrop, and then you just kick them. (laughs) Uh, Austin did it like, to Taker once and Taker flipped back up so fast he, the back of his head knocked Stone Cold in the chin and knocked him out for a minute. Bam. <laughs> it ain't ballet, ballet, folks. It ain't ballet. Um, so Locker Room Talk this week had um, basically Madison trying to get the juice out, that sounds wrong, out of Bravo about his relationship with, with uh, Rosemary and he just completely stayed silent. And then then Rosemary pops up, and then Tyre comes in uh, to ruin the day for me. Um, It's just ruin the day. (laughs) It's just an oddball pairing, Tyre and Rosemary. And obviously Rosemary doesn't really like being associated with Tyre. She's just using her to get to Bravo.
3: I don't like her, and I don't like fucking...
1: uh, brother there we go I don't like your face <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Johnny Swinger was there as well being his just weird self yeah I don't like it <laughs> you don't like <laughs> him <either. laughs> Um, yeah so we we knew that the North were feuding with Shamrock after their attack a couple of weeks ago What was it last week um, and we pondered on the possibility of Shamrock teaming up with Sammy Callahan. It's now been confirmed that th- um, there will be a tag team title match at Summerburst between the two teams. So again, it's it's still kind of weird seeing Shamrock and Callahan, especially after well, they haven't exactly shown that they're on the same page apart from fighting after North this week. Because Sammy still got in his face and was like, thumbs up, thumbs down.
3: It's so weird. It's like trying to think of, like, fucking Goldberg and Bray Wyatt going for the tag titles on SmackDown.
1: That's what it makes me feel. Very, very odd. That would be just insane. (laughs) Uh, I dropped my title to you. Yeah, well, you botched a jackknife. No, you bust a jackknife. You you were dead weight. Yeah, well, you can't lift
2: me. (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking not cold at (laughs) with a concussion.
1: I love it, though, because he actually... What he did was he exposed Goldberg as a fraud.
2: Oh, yeah, because, you know, Matt Riddle hasn't been trying to do that in his whole goddamn career. Yeah, bro. That's not an opinion. That's a fact.
1: Um, after the beatdown of course we saw the North backstage with Scott Demore, and that's of course when he set up the match but it was a very very nice little easter egg in that segment as well um, where Scott Demore's on the phone to somebody and he just says yeah you know a couple of good brothers like you will fit right in dun 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 damn it I mean it's pretty much been confirmed by all the dirt sheets I know that's a funny sentence to say confirmed by the dirt sheets um, that Gallows and Anderson are pretty much a done deal for Impact at Slammiversary
3: yeah it's put like fucking them Heath uh, Slater yeah um, um, EY does he got kids I, I still haven't heard nothing on EY well, the super flashback, EY flashback
1: moment this week was Eric Young winning the world championship against Bobby Roode two weeks after Darren Bryan won at Wrestlemania 30 by the way um, <clears throat> and then at the end of the show there was a little teaser for Super Eric oh hell <laughs> <laughs> it was just his mask his cape and the old superhero music um, <clears throat> which anybody who started watching Impact after like 2000 shit when was it 9, 10 probably won't even know what Super Eric is <laughs> but at the time it was a very oh. fun gimmick
3: yeah had that
1: uh, Hurricane vibe almost. Yeah. uh, I think it was, was it before or after Don't Fire Eric? I think it was after because that was the reason they were going to fire him because he was just like a joke act. And then the fans were like, no, don't fire Eric Young. We love Eric Young.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, And then there's
3: fucking, uh, I wake up this morning to a message from Andre Corbyn with ec3 sent out another damn video yeah this time he's in front of the aew yeah Yeah. i'm like all right i'm getting tired of this shit already (laughs) just tell me where the fuck you're going so i can just either be very happy or very pissed off
1: (laughs) he's playing a very very cool because he's keeping everybody guessing yeah just getting him talked about
3: oh it's driving me insane (laughs)
1: <laughs> I just want to know Yeah. Um I don't know it's, it's got to be Impact. That's what I'm
3: that's what I'm assuming but
1: I don't fucking know. A-Dub. like I know Impact have got the rights to all the old music and everything but AC3 was the most obvious tease. Like they played his full engines music after a match. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, D'Lo was very obvious with his teaser faces and eights as well, but I didn't actually
2: confirm who was coming back. uh, The only one... Was was Carl Anderson in Aces of Eight? I thought it was just the... Gallows
1: was, yeah. No. Um, okay, let's go through it. So it was D'Lo, the Dudleys, um... Gallows, Garrett Pischoff, Wes Briscoe, and Mr. Anderson. Anderson.
2: (laughs) Travis Anderson?
1: It'd be great to see Gallows and Anderson together in Aces and eights, though. Maybe they can finally be taken seriously as a tag team.
3: Like, fucking, uh, Revival FTR, man. And, AEW, they, you know, they're fucking being taken damn serious. Yeah.
2: And I love it. Yeah, it's great. I guess I heard that um, Anderson and Gallows' contract allows them to go to Japan. Yeah. Um,
1: which I wasn't even aware Impact had a working relationship with New Japan after the very shady dealings they've had in the past. But
2: I was going to say, I was like, don't say it. Okay, Nakamura. Ocado. I said it. <laughs>
1: impact what were you doing they
2: they ruined they ruined the best wrestler all of all time Mm. like how does how does that that's that's like being given that's like been that's like being given rick flair in his early years being told here you go he's gonna be nobody or no he's gonna be a star one day let's see what you can do and then they're gonna change his name to rick sparkle or something
1: well i mean it was kind of similar to WCW with Steve Austin. Yeah, that's true. This guy's going to be nothing. Well,
2: glass smash. Yep. Uh, Well, that's true, though, too. He had it going a downward spiral, mind you. And then uh, ECW let him cut a promo, and then that was pretty much what kind of got Vince like, oh, well, all right, let's give it a sham. Yeah, who would have thought you could win Vince
1: over with a promo? (laughs) Right? Of all things. (laughs) Actually, no. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me because Vince loves 20-minute promo segments.
2: I was going to say, like, he's also impressed by guys that used to just puke on command, so this was, you
1: know. He's gonna <laughs> puke. <laughs> I love that meeting uh, draws. with Draws, and it's just Vince and Shane and Draws in Vince's office, and Vince is like, well, we figure since you can regurgitate on command, you should be puke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then it's like, in, all right, I'm puke. And then a dude calls his mom, hey, mom, I'm puke. <laughs>
1: Just trying not to look devastated.
2: It's like, motherfucker, you went from the NFL to puke.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, thankfully, he didn't actually become puke. He became draws, and he did go through a little puking phase at some point.
2: Yeah, he never really puked like that, though, like. If you if you see some of his tape where like he was on the field and he would like puke and be it was like projectile because so he's full of water and shit like he's just like, I don't know. ugh. Now
1: nah, he went through this phase with uh, with Albert of kind of forcing their piercings upon people.
2: Oh, that's right! I remember that.
1: They like pin people down and then force a piercing them. Um, I think there was one of Godfather's hose once we were gonna pierce her nose or, or something like that. Yeah. They they were they were quite perverse.
2: <laughs> okay, uh back to impact. <laughs> um they actually had a And people say the attitude era was the best era.
1: Yeah. I think growing up we were like, okay, yeah, that was kind of what the hell was that? <laughs> Um, they actually had a match card for Moose's match this week where it said for the TNA World Championship even though it's not an official championship um, uh he defeated Crazy Steve and then after the match started beating Steve up uh, and then out come referees and out come Tommy Dreamer uh, Tommy Dreamer gets beat up and then and then Tommy Dreamer cuts an amazing promo which deserves to be talked about more than it has been this week
3: yeah, I still haven't seen it yet. Uh, I keep meaning to, but I've been so damn busy. Hey, it was so good.
1: I mean, he was taking shots at Moose's NFL career. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> but one of the great lines was, the world stopped, but professional wrestling didn't, and the only person that complained was you. <laughs> so that's great. His, his great punchline was nobody ever paid a ticket to see you in the NFL and nobody's ever paid a ticket to see you wrestle <laughs> <laughs> it was just an unexpected good promo from, you don't expect a good promo from Tommy Dreamer because he's just known as this hardcore guy who just takes all these bumps
2: that's not true, he used to get good promos in ECW
1: I mean he did, but he's known as just a violent guy yeah, it's true. Um, I mean, he, he is the innovator of violence, but it was... Yeah, it's
3: like, same same with, like, Jeff Hardy, you know? Jeff Hardy, he can cut a damn good promo. It's just... He, he's just not known for that. Yeah. He always lets brother do all the talking, you know?
1: Yeah, he's, he's known as the guy who jumps off ladders. Yeah. Um, But it was just so much fire and so much passion in this promo, so I hope we see more of Tommy Dreamer, to be honest. I mean he's probably gonna have a match oh. with Moose next week and then that'll be it. More than likely. Let's hope not, but more than likely. <laughs> um well good news for you was Kiara Hogan steals a win over Havoc this week.
3: No. No, no, no. She took advantage. <laughs> she saw she, said, she took an sh- opportunity. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> she took an opportunity. She stole nothing. <laughs> and I only say it that way for the simple fact that uh she specifically said that on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, I stole nothing. I found an opportunity and I took it. <laughs>
1: she she did find another opportunity and took it, which was choking Havoc with her braided hair. Okay. Her rope-like hair. <laughs> there was, she was just like she was sitting on the top rope, and Havoc was in front of her in the corner, and she was just wrapping her hair around her neck and choking her with it. And the referee was just, like, doing the five counts as if it was a normal submission hold.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yeah. Up to your discretion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, main event was Trey versus Madman Fulton slash Lance Archer's twin. <laughs> Um, oh, they also confirmed obviously the changes to the Slamversary main event obviously Tessa Blanchard was fired earlier this week um, and stripped of the championship and Elgin was he was fired as well or was he sp- no he's been fired, I thought he was just suspended but yeah Elgin's out too, Tessa's out Elgin's out, it's now a fatal four-way with a fourth mystery opponent which is more than likely going to be the the former world champion that's returning that we just yeah, can't pinpoint exactly. whether it's EC3, Eric TC- Young, Bully Ray. Yeah. Uh, oh. I don't know if it's Bully Ray. Isn't he like still working with for a uh, ROH? Well, they're pretty much going under. Let's face it.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, I I did make a definite decision on who the mystery opponent was going to be yesterday, and I can't remember who it was. Ah, it'll come back to me when we get closer to it. Uh, but yes, that's now the main event of anniversary for the vacant World Championship. Uh, Trey, Ace Austin and Eddie Edwards and the mystery opponent. I wonder if when a male wins the World Championship again if uh, PWI are going to classify it as a World Championship again. <laughs> Shouts by <God>. it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, okay, so before we get into Wednesday night, it's time to open the gates, because for the first time in forever, the King of the Mike is back, and yes, I did just make a Disney reference. <laughs> Here is the first round, King of the Mic quarterfinal, Travis Walker-Anderson versus Cipher, and boy, is it a surprise for you.
5: Mr. Walker Anderson. You say you're gonna come here and kick my ass. Well, let's see you come do it, buddy. I'm right here. Cypher.
3: Clearly, when I say I'm going to do something, as you just saw, I do it. Just like last year in the King of the Mic, it was my debut tournament. And what did I do? I broke the damn internet. I broke Max Wrestling. I broke RWT. Not just with my Walker gimmick not just with this mask but I broke it with the facts and the numbers if you recall because I make it a very obvious point to make it out that I am the one that did 91% my debut match I defeated Moses Marquez By 91% I'm gonna do it again if he can get past whoever it is he's up against if he can meet me in the finals I'll beat his ass again in this tournament I have been in King of the mic promo series I've many vented promo slam and I look to do it again because I'm going to win this tournament and become king of the mic, and I'm going to go on to promo slam whether it's Nikola or Rob Chef I'm going to be at that top slot I'm going to be the one going to promo slam to become a two time promo champion When I say I'm gonna do something, nine times out of 10, I do it. I either kick somebody's ass, which I do all the time. And like I said, I broke the internet last year. I broke it with the numbers and my gimmick and my debut. This year, I'm breaking it by kicking somebody's fucking ass in real life. I just hit my best friend with a stunner. Do you honestly think somebody from across the country or across the other pond, do you honestly think I'm going to hold back on them? I never hold back and I don't plan to stop now. I will be the next king of the mic.
4: Hey, Walker. Surprise, motherfucker. Oh.
5: <clears throat> well, now that that's taken care of on the king of the mic, now, whoever I face after I face the Walker, I really don't care at this point. Because, see, I came here to win. This is my This is my destiny. I don't care if the demoness has the title. I don't care who wants the title, I want it. This is my time to shine. Y'all got a problem with it? You know where I'm at now. You can come knock on the door. We'll settle it like we settled it today. I ain't gonna lie, I'm in a little pain. I'm a little banged up, but I'm still here promoting myself in the King of the Mike tournament. This is what it's all about, who wants to be the best. Who once gets left in the back, scratching and clawing to get back to where they were, while I'm sitting in first place, getting ready to take your crown. That might come to shock to you that I'm being a little aggressive. I'm sorry. With this help, or would this help, it doesn't matter. This is all-out war now, and I'm coming for what. The, I'm coming for whatever. I'm coming for whatever comes for me first. Now, the demoness, I'm gonna take the title for me that's bottom line I'm coming for what's mine I've been patient long enough I've been smiling long enough I've been laughing and joking long enough there's still some doubters out there saying I don't deserve it but guess what I'm coming for it there's nothing you can do to stop me obviously you can see I'm the juggernaut bitch so with that being said it's time for me to finally take the reins of reigns the situation take control i want the title i'm not demanding it i'm not begging i'm not bitching or complaining i want the title so whoever i gotta face next time in this tournament whether it be mike jolly or ted p denaro two people i have already faced and beaten history's gonna repeat itself baby and i'm coming for it and if i get past them whoever i face between Moses Marquez, Crooked, Smile, Ron, and whoever else is in the tournament, they'll meet the same fate because I promise you, I promise you this, my food stays on my table and nobody's taking a bite of what's mine. And I promise you this also, demoness, Your title's going to be wrapped around my tight little ways soon enough. So I want you to laugh about that in the darkness. Because I'm coming to the depths of hell to take what's mine. And I'll fight every demon, I'll fight every monster, I'll fight anything that gets in my way. Because once I get control of the title, things are going to change. For the better. I'm not a complete dictator. I'm still nice, but still, I'm coming for what's mine. And if you ain't cool with that, they don't expect no mercy from me. That's why I'm going to be the next King of the Mic winner. Cypher. Ah!
4: Ah! Ah!
5: It's the interview queen Alicia Atew here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max.
1: And once again, just like the promo championship match, um, the winner will be announced on Monday uh, after a, a thorough debate among the promo order. So, on to last night's head to head kind of pay-per-view, kind of not special episodes of uh, AEW and NXT. Congratulations, Travis, on becoming a two-time predictions champion. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
3: Of course, AEW's involved, so of course I'm going to get the win over it. (laughs) (laughs) And we also found out that it's going to be a three-week special for AEW as well. Oh yeah, Fight for
1: the Fallen. Um... Which has now been rescheduled for the Mox-Brian Cage match. um, Because Mox is Uh, isolating. Oh, man. (laughs) And God almighty, how fucking
3: Taz talked about that.
1: Oh, he took shots at WWE, too.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. Shots fucking fire
1: hard. I mean... Sometimes people will complain about AEW taking shots at WWE, but this one was very much deserved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was... It,
3: it was It was so well done. Yeah, it well said.
1: It, it was so great.
3: I loved
1: it. It was, Max, you've been tested twice, and you knew when you got here you'd be tested again because we don't run no Slap Shop.
2: Yeah. That was great.
1: Ah, Taz... Has always been able to cut a good promo, and don't nobody tell me otherwise. Oh, no.
2: Honestly, at first, I thought he was going to, like, kayfabe it and be like, you know, oh, you know, you're not, you know, you're just away or whatever. And he's just like, oh, you're just, you know, you told that you're looking out for the safety and protection of everybody else. And then that's when he goes into the whole spiel over the testing, and I'm just like,
4: ooh. <laughs> I'm, like,
2: I'm, like, typing to Harold. I'm telling him, just like, whoop, there goes the Hall of Fame for Taz. Yeah. <laughs> but that's Taz's, yep. like, running joke on his podcast. He's like, okay, this one's probably going to lose me the Hall of Fame. I'm like, bro, you probably <laughs> lost the Hall of Fame, like, two years ago. So don't trip. You're uh, all right.
1: I mean, there's always the Impact Hall of Fame.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: Yeah, I wonder who they're going to put in this week, this year. And then there was
3: damn uh, JR, right when they were coming out. Well, JR was like, if I was Brian Cage, I would never wear a shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, well, yeah He's a machine
1: I don't think Brian Cage does wear t-shirts It's just painted on
2: That thing was Screaming for help It was so tight
3: Yeah, what's up with like the damn Yeah, uh, the schmedium. What's up with the big men Wearing damn polo shirts In AEW
2: You look dapper I don't Is it know.
1: just because it's a hot climate? In no.
2: professional, I don't fucking Cause, uh, maybe they
0: just Jake got done playing
3: golf. Uh, maybe he went and played golf with uh, Jake Hager before.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I right, had a house full of winners. He <laughs> wasn't a winner.
1: Um. So, so Fight Fest kicks off with Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow. And Great American Bash kicks off with the women's elimination Fatal 4-Way. Uh, which I think surprised everybody. None of us predicted Tegan Knox. Nope. Uh, but I'm happy about it. Different. It's different. Yeah, Tegan's been on the rise for the past year. Especially since the whole thing yeah. with um, Dakota Kai kicked off. Uh, so it's nice to see her taken seriously. Agreed. Uh, should have been shot. Should have been shot. <laughs> but Fighter Fest had a surprising first result as well. None of us said uh, Jurassic uh, Jurassic Express would get the win over MJF and Wardlow. But we did see a little bit of dissension between MJF and Wardlow with the accidental punch with the ring.
2: Yeah, yeah he's yelling at me, Can't you do anything right?
1: Wham! I'm so sorry. It, it was kind of like when the Iconics, uh, Billy K slapped. Uh, yeah, slap Peyton.
2: hmm Like, slapping him in instantly. I'm
1: so sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I did. I loved this match. I thought it was uh, a hell of a lot of fun. Like, Jungle Boy, every time we see him, he, he seems to just get better. Yeah. MJF, I, first off, I didn't know what to make of the robe at first, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of thought about it. It looks like kind of a, like a knockoff of something Macho Man would have worn in like the earlier days. Um, and then his pink gear also reminded me of macho Man. yeah but like he's 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 he, his in-ring skills have legitimately shined m- probably a little bit more lately than his uh than his mic skills like we know how good he is on the mic we're used to it i don't want to say like it's like it's gotten boring i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying like we we know we, we get what we expect out of him, Mike-wise, and then when we see what he does in the ring, and it's like, okay, dude, maybe you really are the fucking total package. Yeah, maybe
1: he needs to feels like he needs to prove that he's not all talk.
2: Hey, you don't have to keep proving it like that, <laughs> bro, because he showed off. Yeah. And then speaking of showing off, Jr. is just like, oh, there's big guys over here just showing off because Wardlow. Oh no! It was Jericho yelling. Oh, he's just showing off right after the uh, Swanton, and I thought the same thing. I was like, Jesus, he fucking! Give some other people some shine, bro.
1: Yeah, I, I think they kind of have overdone Jericho on commentary now. It was great for a few weeks.
2: And... I was a fan. I mean, it, it blended a little bit more. I will say that he didn't stand out as much, but uh, I did. I didn't. I didn't hate him. Mm. He had his moments.
5: Yeah.
1: I just felt like he was more entertaining uh when he first started coming on commentary and now when they kind of realized that people were really enjoying it they started doing it more and more and now it's just like, "Ah, oh, okay, Jer- Jericho's on commentary again."
2: Yelling. They should leave it for the big shows. Yeah. Like if you're going to do it like that, just big shows only.
1: There's a there's a well, lot of yelling I mean... from Jericho. Yes.
3: I I don't. I'm not too fond of more than two people on commentary. Mm. To be honest, yeah, like three is okay, but once you hit that fourth one, it's just
2: yeah. Three's a crowd, eh?
1: It's a lot more tedious with WWE
2: with all these regurgitated. Oh lines. well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. That didn't help nobody's cause. No.
1: Uh, oh, the, the next two matches were so competitive for both shows. So we had Timothy Thatcher and um, Only Larkin on Great American Bash, and Sheeta and Penelope Ford on Fighter Fest, which completely took me by surprise. I didn't expect it to be so back and forth and so intense.
2: Really quick, though, to go back to the uh, the opener. How in the hell did Ward know, Wardlow just not die off that Poison Rana landing, <laughs> like, right on top of his head and neck? It's, this just the gnarliest thing. Maybe big guy's necks are invulnerable, just like Brock would well, shoot stop press. His neck and shoulders are are gigantic. So, I mean, maybe, but I meant, like, like when I saw that, I screamed. Mm. But, yeah, no, to get to these... Okay, so then you have... Penelope Ford, which the last time I saw Penelope Ford, my biggest complaint was she didn't lay her shit in. Yeah. She made it like she was just kind of, like, going through the motions. She showed the fuck up tonight, or uh, last night. Like, she showed up. Yeah. Um. I really, really, really liked this match. I, I started with AEW, turnaround around, did NXT. And I say that knowing the match that went on next to it, I and I fucking... Loved, loved Timothy Thatcher and Oni Lorgan like that. That was my kind of wrestling right there. But this is—I want to say this is probably—I don't know. This is—I think this is like the best title defense they've had so far. This—that's my opinion. I can't—I cannot think of a better one yet. It was, I think this was the one. Definitely a great showing from Hikaru Shida.
1: Facts. I think if if ever you thought Penelope Ford was just a valet, this match definitely changed your mind.
3: Oh yeah. It did for me. Honestly.
2: <laughs> immediate like, contender in, in all reality. Now she's an immediate contender. Oh
3: yes. Yeah. For sure. Like I, I've been like meh with her. I didn't hate her, but I didn't love her. But I was I'm with totally with you. Yeah, now I, I'm like, bravo. bravo.
1: Mm. Right. Also, I um, love the fact that Aubrey Edwards was in Kip Sabian's face, and obviously Jericho was just throwing shade at Aubrey after <laughs> Stadium Stampede. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, what did know? Kendo, <laughs> that Kendo shot to his fucking face. God, I'm
2: Dude.
1: Like... Oh,
2: bro, I was like Barry Bonds' ass.
1: Up there with uh, Cypher's chair shot. That one.
2: (laughs) That one took a yard too.
1: How how bad was that glancing blow from Cypher? Because obviously you did try to protect yourself, but obviously you got busted open.
5: (laughs) Yeah, dude. You
2: glanced what? Glanced off my skull? I, damn.
3: I, I, we, we, I'm going to break some fucking kayfabe here. I don't fucking care. (laughs) like hey my wife was recording it so she wouldn't let me damn do hardly anything too fun <laughs> she didn't want me to get hurt well uh that worked. so that was actually that was like the first take that we did and it it just worked so damn well because like i went to go i, I he i turned around and then next thing i know he's just coming at me full fucking force (laughs) and like it was a legit reaction and i put my hands up but i put my hands up too high and it fucking rattled the shit out of me (laughs) but the fucking chops the the chop was worse really (laughs) hell yeah it was
2: I can imagine dude Corey looks like he's got some big ass hands oh yeah
3: yeah like it, it's like honestly nipple to nipple
2: <laughs>
3: to be honest if, like, if
4: you, if
2: you know it. how to chop if you know how to chop it's that's where it like hurts the most mm. like if yeah, you know well, how to it's not these just like I got a gigantic hand let me plop you on the chest when you know how to chop that's when it's really effective then you get like the you get the sound and you get the just perfect placement it's glories
3: yeah so when it came to the chops uh i hit him with one he hits me back and then i went and i i I just got too into it i guess and i hit him like way too fucking hard harder than i meant to and so when he he looked at me to go back at me like i fucking I, was, I I could see it. I he could
2: see the drop to his knees. Oh Lord, no! <laughs>
3: hey, like he fucking yeah, pretty much. I was I was wanting to <laughs> because like he the I could see his thoughts, and he was like, "I'm gonna get your ass back," and he fucking did. Oh yeah,
1: you could see he was and, fired like, up in the stare down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was madder than hell. <laughs> oh, like, he got so fucking pissed. And he fucking that last job put a big ass fucking
1: bruise on my damn chest. Nice. Um, all right. So TNT Championship, uh, Cody successfully retains against Jake Hager. Um, very strange that they've suddenly Hager's on the couch. They've suddenly brought Hager's wife into it.
2: Hager's on the couch because only winners are allowed in the bed. Goddamn it. <laughs>
1: Ah, don't say that. We just we just bought a couch yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know what, Mount I just might leave. This one. <laughs> um, in the meantime, on the bash, we have Rhea Ripley, <sighs> Robert Stone. Oh man.
2: my god! Why in the fuck did this thing go like fourteen minutes?
1: Yeah, that was the longest match on the
2: well, apart from the main event. I think. Like it went. I think it went through two commercials and then and then what okay now please i know my english isn't no so good um didn't they fucking say limited commercial interruptions yeah i swear to god there was a commercial for every motherfucking match until the main event every single one of them had one if not two commercials per match limited my ass Oh, that drove me fucking bananas. But then to to first off, Cody and Jake Hager. Uh, how can I say this nicely? Um should have been a little bit more wrestling. Not gonna say it like an asshole. Not trying to be this, you know, because I'm 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 a fan of the amateur style. This needed more wrestling. You have a guy who is a known all American, you know. All-American wrestler, Bellator fighter. He has a wrestling background. You have Cody, who at multiple points in AEW history, they have referenced him as a Georgia State wrestling champion. You could have had a little bit more of that, a little bit more of Jake Hager just owning him, rather than it being rather 50-50. I mean, Hager beat the crap out of him for a bit, but then... Cody comes right back and then it would just go back and forth I mean it was a great brawl I, I, I enjoyed it but it was like it. I felt I felt like something was missing yeah yeah, I felt that
1: and then I just, I... for it to end with a dusty finish which... thank you the dusty finish <laughs> well of all the people to do it it has to be Cody um, to be honest I was a little bit confused as to how it was a controversial finish because for me it was very clear that Cody got the pin and then they start playing his music and even halfway through Cody's song, Jake Eager still thinks he's won. Yeah, and
3: I'm like, and bro, the, do you not know your song? Like, yeah, like for real. Well, oh, how how can you not know that's Cody's music playing? Like do you got earplugs in?
2: Are you fucking deaf? What what's going on in here? it's like his music's iconic by now. No? <laughs> it's like It normally follows a bunch of pirates. It's like he didn't realize
1: until the ring announcer actually said the words Cody. Oh.
3: Yeah, that annoyed the hell out of me. Oh, I hate it when wrestlers do that. How it, do you not
1: know the difference between your music and their music?
3: This was like probably Cody's first match in aew that i just really could care less about
1: and it was only 41 seconds shorter than the main event
2: now do you feel like match. you you didn't care about this match as much because like the hager cody build wasn't enough did you feel like maybe just the match no. was so underwhelming you don't care or yeah, maybe that. it's cody stale no. Nah,
1: Cody's definitely not stale. I think I like, it wasn't I think it's fucking It wasn't as intense as the feuds that we've seen yeah. Cody have so far. Right.
3: Yeah, I yeah. was expecting it to be a little bit more brutal. I was expecting it to be more wrestling. I just expected more all the way around, I think.
2: See you know, the other one the one's more goddamn wrestling. <laughs> I mean if it yeah. if it
1: was just like an impromptu like open challenge it would have been fine but the fact that they had a few weeks to build this match up and there wasn't really any intensity apart from Catalina throwing water over Cody's face
2: that or her stepping on him
1: <laughs> and Brandy doing nothing Jack did lose squat uh, so we don't know who Cody's opponent will be f- at fight for the Fallen, do we? That's probably going to be
2: an open. No, challenge. we know nothing about that. Um, yeah. Hey, ben, now we is the time for MJF, back. I think. Yeah.
3: No. No.
2: Yes. Well, uh, you know, maybe not Fighter I, Fest. Maybe wait for a pay per view. Maybe maybe Trav's right.
3: Well, I'm I'm thinking, should it be Cody or should it be Moxley for MJF?
2: Cody it closed that chapter
3: maybe when they get the new title belt
2: <laughs> brother are not that's the title belt get used to it
1: no it's not <laughs> oh but it is just, baby. just spray paint it gold for god's sake
2: hey go. <laughs> okay can i say something real quick it's gonna be real off uh, off the rails so it is 5 22 a.m over here in the lovely california's um, do you guys normally... Do you know what happens around this time normally? New Japan stuff. So, uh, I just finished... Wa- I just watched the the final match, mainly because it was live, of uh, the quarterfinals of the New Japan Cup. And I don't know how often I'll ever say this in my entire lifetime, but holy shit, Taichi just put on a great match. Yes, Taichi, the guy that comes out with the mic stand in yeah. the fucking mask thing he takes his pants off not like Angel Garza where it's like cool it's like he just does it just to be an asshole <laughs> random times in the match like yeah he went out there with Sonata and, and that was really good I love that entrance half the time he's not even moving his lips
1: nope <laughs> doesn't give a shit Um, yeah so we don't know who Cody's next opponent is going to be but there is one match next week we've got Lance Archer versus Joey Janela Bye bye, Joey. Mm-hmm.
2: Joey, right. Joey, gonna get killed. Joey, so Joey's gonna die. Uh, and on the flip side, holy shit, Tori, Tomohiro Ishii, and and uh, and Hiromu Takahashi have the same hype. <laughs> um, on the flip side, with the
1: bash, completely unexpected, of course, Rhea Ripley just embarrasses Rubberstone Stone
2: uh, and Aaliyah, which I did. I did like the Rocky gimmick. Not gonna lie. <laughs> not gonna lie I I thought it was great this dude was bumping all over the place yeah but it was just did it didn't need 14 minutes it like four, five, six minutes fine go through a commercial break I understand it but like it just fucking dragged
1: Mm. so bad and the whole point of the match was for Ray Ripley to look like a star and to further prove she did not. that Robert Stone is
2: the worst agent ever. Oh, yeah. He's uh... a... <laughs> I'm not signing that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't... I really don't know what to do with Ray Ripley.
2: Making her look stupid. Like, you... That's. I mean, when she... Unless... Uh, there's there's no way of building her to EO. No especially after that you can't build anybody off of that but she's got unfinished business with Charlotte I mean
1: we had the triple threat match but I I think they deserve another one-on-one where Rhea gets the win
2: there you go submission match ooh Ooh, I love it I just booked my own thing right there I'm great
1: Uh, following this was the NXT strap match between Roddy and Dexter Loomis
2: Okay, you know how Timothy Thatcher's got the, uh, the, but, uh, what's the fucking, uh, the lion's den. The fight pit. The fight pit, thank you. This, Dexter Loomis, he needs to have strap matches with everybody. This was fucking great.
1: It's a perfect match I really
2: gimmick. enjoyed this. It's It was perfect. Roddy's, and then I was talking about how Robbie E or, uh, fucking Robert Stone was bumping all over the place. Roddy was fuck you. This dude, he was bumping like a Hulk, like fucking Shawn Michaels against Hulk Hogan. But he like made it look realistic. Yeah, it, this was. <laughs> I enjoyed the shit out of this. Yeah. Um. I
1: like the fact. That I they, thought I was gonna hate it. They didn't actually explain beforehand if they were gonna go like traditional strap match rules where you have to touch each turnbuckle, which I've always found stupid. Or the only other one I can think of that used this kind of rules was Triple H and The Rock in 99
2: Savio Vega and Stone Cold Steve Austin in 1996 okay
1: they did it first uh, where, you, where you're literally <laughs> just attached with a strap and it's no DQ uh, pin of submission they did a, a variation with Triple H and Kane where it was a chain match
2: yeah I remember that one Mm. I could just imagine these fucking gigantic strap shots too. Just oh yeah, that um, that wide ass strap is just
1: oh. Yes, there was there was a bit of a scary moment as well for a fish, we just got clotheslined by the strap.
2: Oh yeah, oh my god! <laughs> I looks like, bro, nah, ooh, poor Bobby fish.
1: Okay, which one of us said Roddy for this one?
2: Uh, uh, I want to say I, I did yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got to conquer this thing eventually.
1: Yeah, no. Let's let's just keep Dexter Lumis having strap matches where he's undefeated in strap matches. Yes.
2: Um. Meanwhile, on fighter, of- I will. Uh, the one great thing about Roddy is, though, like you can kind of tell he had his confidence back because he actually comes out. Like, last week, his beard was just all long and crazy because he's just, like, he hasn't slept and lost mind, kind of. So his beard's all trimmed up, looks nice. And the thing that, like, I pop so loud for is he got the boom on time, and he's all excited. He's all boom. Yeah. He's like, there you go. He got a win. Because that's all he
1: got. Um, meanwhile, on Fighter Fest, a bit of a throwaway tag match between
2: Private Party and Inner Circle. Bit of a throwaway this was belonged on fucking dark maybe even dynamite i mean with dynamite if you're lucky but it's i there was nothing to this it just happened yeah it was a way for jericho to leave and for matt hardy
1: to i don't know who said it uh to become the michael hayes of private party
2: oh what the I can fuck remember is when that michael
1: hayes was managing the hardy boys
2: Oh, that's right. I was like, what in the <laughs> hell?
1: Yeah, just so that Michael Hayes could wear a tight t-shirt. Ugh.
2: Hey, man, there's a the, there's the reason why he's purely sexy. <laughs> um,
1: but in the meantime, backstage on NXT, there was a little bit of a brawl between Candice and Mia Yim. A little bit? Uh, well, yeah, a, a big one.
2: <laughs> Johnny's just like he's just like yeah well she got ju- well, she's brilliant or whatever it just like goes and wants her get, beat the crap out of somebody yeah well, well like, all this is going on what the on? fuck is
1: going on Johnny's just arguing with everybody uh, was this guy too hot oh, yeah, he had there was somebody in a, in a t-shirt and a cap
2: and I c- can't see who it was I don't, I don't know I was trying to figure out like, who the fuck is because Swerve didn't look like Swerve at first I was like who the fuck is that <laughs> yeah where the hell
1: was Keith Lee I mean obviously got right, ready like, for his match but
2: I what got your back brother appreciate you
1: so main event um for both shows we had the tag team championship match on Friday fest
2: both of them were underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I hate to say it. I'm sorry, but it, it's... Like... I don't know. Okay, so, so we got announced that Mox isn't going to be able to come back. He is under quarantine, so they're pushing this thing out two more weeks. That awesome Taz promo. Fan-fucking-tastic. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's like... So now we know we're gonna get a second title tag title match. So you think we would have gotten like a little bit more out of this, but it just kinda of like ended. There was no real riff into building maybe the breakup of Omega and Hangman. Uh, a little tease with FTR. Yeah, there was that. Uh I mean, but the highlight to this whole thing was Trent's mom's van. Uh Trent's mom in the crowd. And uh, Chucky T just fucking looking like a star. I will give him that.
1: Now, the weird thing on the bash was those three cars were there all night. And for some reason, Sasha Banks was made her entrance in one of them. So where did it come from? It didn't move. It was already there. He didn't drive in. And they even had some random guy in a driver's seat.
2: Oh, yeah. He, he pretended her. Right.
1: With, with a dog. Pretended with a, real well. With a dog that clearly didn't like him in Bailey's lap.
2: No. <laughs> no. No. And, it, and I'm going to say this, like, I'm going to say it even though, like, I totally think opposite of this. Fucking Bailey getting out of that car looking like a total Karen. Yes. jacket and the goddamn, the big old dog. And I'm just like, you're ready to talk to somebody's manager right now. Yeah. Even the dog was like, fuck right you? now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this dog was not trying to be a part of the show.
1: Um, but I mean it was okay for the main event, Sasha and Eo. I'm very glad they went with Eo to get the win. We we don't need to see Sasha has the new Charlotte.
2: I mean Yeah. It was it was fine. Uh, it was um I don't want to say if it was better than the other one. Than the other men event, maybe um, oh, yeah. it was probably about the same. I think it was maybe, a match. maybe a little bit better. Maybe um, a little bit better, but again, gotta say this referee, how stupid are you when you when the uh, you know there's a lady with shit all over her face? Yeah, it was nice. I to mean, see she that. hit it well for the most part. She hit it well for the most part. You know, but uh, then you get the pin, and I'm just like, bro, come on, bro. But it, you know, it was good. Um, it's obviously going to lead to Oscar and Io maybe teaming for those tag titles which I think would be cool yeah because um, at the moment
1: uh, Kyrie's status is completely up in the air I was just going to say oh, what's up with her something came out I think it was today actually um, that she was supposed to be becoming a non-wrestler and becoming a an ambassador for WWE in Japan. Oh, the, no. Before everything just got fucked up.
2: Oh, no. I'm going to have to look into that.
1: I really hope it's not true because that also would have meant that she's had too many injuries.
2: I mean, yeah. she has had
1: too many injuries, like, what, three in the last year?
2: Yeah, there. that's quite a bit. You know what I mean? Like and then considering the fact that they're not like light injuries, he's mm. been out for a while with most of them. Yeah, one knocked, well, the
1: first one knocked her out at TLC.
2: I was going to say yeah, like concussions are a big deal.
1: Mm. Actually, yeah, they've all been head related.
2: Yeah, <sighs> and again, when we ha- went look like, look at how they they went with Daniel, look how they're they're trying to make sure that this like concussion thing is um. At least Under partial control You know what I mean They understand that they can't stop People from getting hurt Because again I said it earlier Not ballet You're gonna get hurt But I think what it is Is they're realizing Hey maybe You know Maybe this isn't gonna be for you You know Your style's not gonna work Long term But I, I mean We'll see carry. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, on night 1 uh, I don't know what to get. I think I'm going to give it to NXT for night 1.
2: Oh, let me th- okay, let me see here. Uh, okay, so better opener AEW. The secondary match was for AEW and then it just went kind of down at the women's match. So that was really good. And then yeah, then it kind of fell off a cliff cuz you had that the TNT title was fine uh yeah fine and then ended with fine <laughs> as opposed to bad opener um well uh, okay, let me let me be let me be nice. Okay opener. Really good secondary match, bullshit long crap match. Really good strap match. Decent main event. Yeah, I'll go with NXT. Yeah.
1: And there's even more matches for Fight Fest next week. Well, there's six matches instead of five. So Ooh. let's let's hope we don't get another fourteen-minute match with like three breaks. Yeah. yeah. Are the uh...
3: Are both cards, like, released and updated, or...?
1: Well, the six for Fyter Fest. I'm looking at the Bash right now, and I can only see three matches announced. Um, but they only had three matches announced last week, and then they announced another two. So we're probably going to get another five. Um, so for Bash Night 2 so far, we have um, Drake Maverick and Brizango versus Legado del Fantasma. Hey, all right. Uh, oh, there we go. Candice and Mia Yim in a street fight. And, of mm-hmm. course, the winner-take-all match between Keith Lee and Adam Cole, baby. baby. It's impossible to say Adam we Cole, gonna... Bebe without saying Bebe.
2: Right?
3: <laughs> Are we going to predict this?
1: Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot we need to predict week two as well. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's just Adam Pope. Actually, yeah, we can do it pretty quick. Um, yeah. I'll do it quickly then. So I'm gonna go for legato,
2: Mia, and no contest. I like that legato, Mia, and actually, you know what? Legato, Candice, and uh, Keith Lee, and Travis. I'm gonna go.
3: I'll go the same as you, Daz, except I'm gonna go. Uh... Adam Cole.
1: Baby, baby. <laughs> All right. So, Fight Fest Night Two, six matches. Uh, we've already said Lance Archer, Joey Janela. Very easy one, Lance Archer.
2: Lance Archer.
1: Yep. Uh, Nyla Rose versus TBA.
2: <laughs> Nyla. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Better be
2: somebody ooh, good too.
3: Ooh, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna
1: to i I'm gonna go the other. I'm going the other. Okay, you're saying T B A. Yep. I wonder who it could be.
3: I'm hoping Abaddon. Oh yes. <laughs>
1: it's too soon for Britt Baker to return, right? Yeah. yeah yes. it won't be
2: Britt then. I'm I'm hoping it's somebody new, should be told. Not gonna lie.
1: If
3: if uh if Brent comes back, she's going up against Swall.
1: So, yeah, very
3: true. I don't think it'll be nice. Um,
2: in a dumpster match. A,
1: oh, yes. Please, dumpster match. <laughs> uh, Jericho, Orange Cassidy. Uh, Jericho, Orange Cassidy. Okay.
3: Well, uh, last Saturday, uh, Chris Jericho went live on Facebook again. And he started it off talking about how... Uh, he's looking forward to work with Orange Cassidy and uh, building him to be a main event player and uh, working to put him over. So I think he's kind of spoiled that that Orange Cassidy will be over on this one.
2: Doesn't mean he's got to lose to put him over, bro. Yeah.
3: I know, but I... Damn it. Orange Casty's gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean no
2: Jericho's not
1: going anywhere because obviously Fozzie aren't going on tour anytime soon. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna stick with Jericho Mo?
2: Jericho. Alright.
1: Uh Dark Order versus SCU.
2: Dark Order.
1: Oh, they've actually listed Colt Cabana as uh, part of Dark it? Order. Brody now. Lee and
2: Colt Cabana. And Stuart. Uh, Bander, poof, poof. Oh, it's not going to go. Yeah, it's a six man tag. Oh, six man.
3: That's awesome. I'll go uh,
1: SCU. <laughs> um, ooh, eight man tag. We have FTR and the Young Bucks versus Andy Williams and the Blade and the Lucha Bros.
2: FTR and the Bucks.
1: God damn. <sighs>
3: Yeah, I have to go the same. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to choose on that one because you know, Lucha Brothers are back, but they're with fucking uh, Andy. Andy Williams yeah. and fucking <laughs> Andy and and the Blade. So yeah.
1: Okay, which
3: brings yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go I'll go with uh, FTR.
1: Uh, Which brings us to another tag team title match, which could, again, be the main event. Kenny and Adam versus Private Party. Uh, Kenny and Adam. You know what? I'm going to go Private Party. Why? Right on. I'm going to swerve.
3: Yeah, I tried that this week, thinking Best Friends was going to take it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They, yeah, best friends. They teased it with best
3: well, friends. Well, best friends was, yeah, but best friends they were more damn deserving than a fucking private party, if you ask me. Mm. Maybe that's. Yeah, and it, no, nah, it's it's definitely gonna. I'm going with the retainer. Those, those are
1: the best swerves when you don't expect it,
2: right?
3: <laughs> I'll be pissed. <laughs> I will be madder than hell.
1: <laughs> Alright, so there we go. Those are the predictions for next week's Head to Head um, Bash and fighter Fest. So, in seven weeks, the first Max special of the new era comes your way as we proudly present Promo Slam 2020. It will feature the first time ever encounter between the shape and the walker in a promo exhibition. We'll find out on Monday who the promo champion will be, but whoever it is will be defending against the winner of this year's King of the Mike. Mike Larkin is surrendering his crown from last year to guarantee as a new king. And the knowledge championship will also be on the line in a traditional summer freeway, as the Phoenix defends against two former champions themselves, Moses Guess, and the original champ, Kenny Killer. That all takes place on August 20th, and don't forget the pre-launch show on August 17th, featuring a judge versus judge exhibition between Mike Larkin and Daniel Crimmins. For more information, as always, go to matrasinguk.weebly.com. And there's a new page for Grand Slam champions on the website. It features a chart of all champions and what they need to become a Triple Crown or a Grand Slam champion. So so far, the podcast machine, Mike Larkin, is the only person to win everything. Shocker. Um, Four people need one title to become a Triple Crown winner. And then, of course, they'll need another three to become a Grand Slam champion. They are Kinney, the Phoenix, and my two co-hosts, Travis and Moses. You you both have two titles. You need one more to become a Triple Crown. Moses, what the fuck have you won? Predictions. And promo. Oh, I forgot about that title. He's like, "Excuse me."
2: Don't you forget, I was also knowledge champion, you, Holmes Malone. You forgot about the title well, you currently have.
3: <laughs> no, I just forgot he had it. <laughs>
2: you, just, you know, that's our twenty-four-seven title thing. We're just passing around.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I was shocked. Whoa. Nobody there else tried to predict these shows this week.
1: Um, Chad was going to last week, but he forgot to send them. So it was like last minute when I reminded him and he didn't see it in time. So, yeah, it was just the three of us this week.
3: Well, well, hell, Larkin, then. You know, yeah, Larkin, is he guy who knows everything.
2: You know, he's busy on vacation doing work. <laughs> What that guy does. Uh,
1: Mike, I think Mike's taking a break from championship. He doesn't want to become the Charlotte Flair. We've, we've already called him Brock Lesnar. Yeah,
2: sixty-seven title defenses in a year. You got it, bub. <sighs>
1: Well, the bell has rung, and it's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Rassing on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox.
4: CastBox!
1: And of course, you can find us on Wrestling with Wrestling. Big thank you to Andre Corbeil, as always. You can find me at the Captain Five One Two. You can find Travis at Walker Underscore Ta Ninety Two. And for all you smart marks, here's where you can find El Hefe.
2: Make sure you're following us on all platforms of social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at SmrPodNet. God, I don't even know what the hell's going on right now. Uh We have been on such a gigantic hiatus, it's not even funny. Um, Too many things have been going into planning. So a lot of new stuff is coming. A lot of different things are coming. Um, I've started a Twitch account. So some live streaming, uh, live gaming might be going on. We're going to start retro gaming at first. I kept talking about doing N64 games. It's finally going to happen. I'm staring at my USB N64 controller right now. Oh, golden eye. So... GoldenEye is is one of the game one of the ROMs I downloaded. I also downloaded all of WCW's games, um, and I want to say there was like two WWE games as well. There's also Tony Hawk for those who like to get down with Tony Hawk. Um, it's been very heavily requested, and um, I guess approved by the RWT family that they want me to cover the quarterfinals of the New Japan Cup, and that quarterfinals actually started today. There was four. Four matches that happened this morning actually just ended. Not maybe an hour ago. The the opener was amazing. The second match I just watched, it was there, <laughs> um, and then the main event. The main event was fan freaking tastic. So I only have one more match to watch, but that review comes out mañana. I will probably go live with that. So. All right. So, yeah, there's retro and then Trav. You got a work to do, motherfucker. There's no <laughs> skipping out this time. I don't give a shit about your head injury. I don't do concussions. My ass.
1: <laughs> sore chest.
2: Uh, definitely sore chest. I don't give a shit. I've seen fucking Daniel Bryan well, just go back in a ring with bloody chest and just handle business. We'll do it Friday.
3: Edible. Not Saturday. That's my daughter's birthday.
2: Well, not not only that. It's fucking, you know, it's, it's a fucking national day.
3: Yeah, it's my daughter's birthday.
2: Hey, well, you people are, yes, that's why people, I just said it, That's people, my who
3: Yeah, people are going to be setting off fireworks all over the country for my daughter. Or your daughter.
2: <laughs> when I set all of mine up, I'm going to be like, this is for Trav's daughter. I'm going to be like, it's Independence Day. I'm be like, don't you disrespect her. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, she's a flare. It seems fan. like
1: we're even adopting it over in the UK this year. There you go. Because 4th of July is open on day. Forward.
2: There you go. Yeah, right. Oh, wait, wait, what the fuck? We open?
1: England's pretty much opening up on the 4th of July. Yeah.
2: Oh, well, good for you guys.
1: It's about time. Well, no. like, everybody else has been opened up. Yeah, Scotland, Ireland, Wales, we're all about three weeks behind, so we're still good. We're still safe. <laughs> I was about to say, nobody's <laughs> yeah, sick dad, yet.
3: <laughs> dad has to get back to work.
1: In about a month, yeah, so I'm still good for now.
3: Oh, a month? Damn, you I thought months,
1: it was like, just like a week. No, we're... we're like England and Wales are a little bit different so we're a couple of weeks behind them because we make up our own rules because we don't because <laughs> we don't trust we don't play about that shit.
2: Yeah, fuck you, boy. That guy you can't tell us what to that do. That guy just looks like a... <laughs> I don't want to go politics. I am like but that guy does not look like he should be running uh, no. a fucking fast food restaurant let alone a country. <laughs> <laughs> I mean and, and and I mean look at my goddamn president for crying out loud. <laughs> This guy could hack it on a television they, show. They
1: are two two peas in a pod.
2: Are they related?
1: I, they got to be. I mean, they're, they're sharing a brain cell anyway.
2: Yeah. <laughs> half of one that they have.
1: Anyway. Um, anyway, speaking of other shows, um, there will be two new, episodes, two new interviews coming up from Mike Larkin in the coming few days. Um, as I said last Asian. week, it's rebranded. Yes. Uh, it's no longer Max Rossing in the hot seat, so keep an eye out for Beyond the Max in the next couple of
2: days. Oh, that's cool. I like that.
1: Uh, there is one with Cypher, and there is one with Mike Jolly. So enjoy. And speaking of Mike Jolly, he's in action next week against Ted B. De Niro in the King of the Mike. Uh, plus, we'll be here for Fyter Fest and Bash Night 2 reactions, along with the rest of WWE and Impact. And that, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye, Mwah! and good. Night. Bang. Adios. Two-time champ.